Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Chronicles with K. I'm your host, KC. Let's get into it. Hope everybody had a an amazing weekend. Hope everybody's week's going well. Summertime, heating up a little bit. I know where I'm at. It's about 110. Hot as balls. But hopefully where you're at, it's a little bit cooler. Okay, so what I want to talk to you guys about today is putting in the reps for whatever you want to do in life. Rather it be a podcast, you want to be a comedian, an actor, football player, baseball player, an accountant, a judge, a lawyer, you have to put in the reps to master your craft. And I feel like a lot of people skip that process, you know, in the endeavor of which they're trying to achieve, you know, they, they see the things they can attain from whatever they're trying to do versus, you know, working on the intangible stuff, like, you know, being consistent with whatever you're trying to do having a set plan of when you want to put something out as far as content and, you know, making sure that it's the best content that you can put out or in your mind anyway that you can put out or even just, like I said, staying consistent. Like if you want to put something out on Monday, make sure that you set enough time aside to make sure you meet that deadline for yourself. And that's just help. And with consistency, I feel like that'll help you stay organized. Like I struggle with it too, with this podcast that I'm starting, trying to find ways to, you know, fit it into my schedule and, and just practicing, like putting in reps is just practicing. Like I, I I know my, what is this? Episode eight. I know my episode eight doesn't sound like my episode one and my episode one doesn't sound like episode five and episode five won't sound like episode 15 and 20 and so forth. Like hopefully I'm improving. I would hope I'm improving. So yeah, just, I would say just, you know, whatever you're trying to do, martial arts, you know, MMA, filming, whatever it is, you're trying to start your own business, be a freelance writer, you know, If you're writing, write, try to put a thousand words in a day. And if it's complete dog shit, then come back and, you know, go at it again and again and again. And, you know, those ideas will start popping. That's what I'm doing with this podcast. Like, I'll just think of something randomly while I'm watching TV. Oh, I want to talk about, you know, this topic. I want to talk about, you know, whatever comes to my mind. Because right now, for me, it's just putting in the reps getting used to talking, even though I'm just sitting here on my iPad talking to myself in an empty room, (laughs) more or less, you know? It's all about repetition every day to master your craft. And once that happens, then, you know, you can expand and kind of, you know, make it into your own as far as, you know, I guess customizing it, you know, but get a good foundation of consistency before you try to expand too fast because you have this hot idea and you want it to blow up, but you haven't put in the work yet. 
So don't skip the process, man. Like, grind, grind, grind until you shine. Because, you know, there's a lot of everybody, especially in, especially in this era, like, everybody, you know, wants to be Insta-famous or YouTube star or whatever. Go viral, you know? So I would just say put in the reps, make it quality, and make it for yourself first before you try to, you know, go mainstream with it, keep it underground. And then, you know, I feel like it'll have more longevity than just something that's momentary, if that made any sense. But anyway, that's my little two cents on putting in reps, you know, for for achieving lifetime longevity and whatever you want to do with your life. Moving on. Next topic. And just switching over from, you know, putting in the reps is don't be afraid to ask for help either. You know, a lot of people I feel are too prideful and, you know, think they know everything about any topic. And, you know, a lot of the times that'll be a false narrative. You know, that'll be something they built up in their head. And uh, I think that's not the best way to go about it. Like me, for instance, I, I always say if I'm the smartest person in the room, I got to find another room because I always, you know, want to learn something. I feel like there's always something to learn about anything, you know, with this, you know, rather it be a, like I said, and it's going to sound repetitive, but, you know, rather it be a podcast or anything you're trying to do, always ask for help if you need the help, because that's the only way you're going to get better. And just be around that people that do it and do it better than you do it, you know. And another thing about asking for help is, you know, getting that outside information. They can see things from a different perspective or angle that you see it from. You know, you might think, you know, this idea is great. Excuse me, you might think your idea is, you know, the best idea in the world, but not realizing or having the foresight to maybe think like, oh, this idea has been done 50 times, 50,000 different ways. You know what I mean? So that's another reason I feel like it's good, you know, to ask people for help or seek help or advice or feedback because you get a different perspective on you know, the goal you're trying to accomplish because in your head, like I said, you might think you're targeting one aspect of, you know, whatever you're trying to accomplish and you're totally off base, but you wouldn't know that unless you ask somebody to, hey, maybe, you know, could you, you know, listen to this or read this or, you know, how does this look on film or how does this you know, picture look, did I capture it right? Could I angle it better? You know, what is something that you see in your mind that maybe I'm not seeing? And I feel like by doing that, it'll set you up for better success in the future because you're eliminating 
little mistakes and you know adding to you know the minute details that you maybe haven't seen yourself but by you know humbling yourself and taking a step back you know and saying yeah you know maybe this is you know complete dog shit and I do need to re revise it and have somebody check my work I think you whatever projects you're working on will add to the longevity of your success I feel like people need to learn how to fail better at things. I think that's a super big, especially with this younger generation. I feel like they don't handle failure particularly well at a lot of things. It seems like rather be sports, school, jobs. Whatever it is, I feel like they actually suck dick at it. Um, and I think failure is a, a a very valuable key and a good teaching tool to have. You know, I feel like it's it's humbling. It's, you know, it's. I think it's all about how you look at the failure. You know, you could look at it. And say you suck and kind of shell away and shell up and, you know, try something different or, you know, let it deter you. Or you can learn and grow from the failure. Like I failed at a lot of things. I've been fired from jobs. Yeah, I've been cut from football teams, you know, sucked at numerous sports that I thought I was good at. I was a terrible basketball player. I remember the first time um, my brother ever saw me play. My brother was dope at basketball. And, you know, me being his younger brother, I tried to play knowing I sucked. Knowing I sucked. Uh, But he came to, uh, he went to one of my games, uh, and I airballed the free throw. (laughs) Just straight up didn't hit rim, net, nothing. (laughs) Hit absolutely nothing. But, you know, I attempted and I failed at it. And it is what it is, you know. And that's how I feel like you have to look at things like it is what it is. Another example, you know, I got into, you know, physical uh, physical therapy program um, to get my doctorate. And this is during like the pandemic hit. So everything was online. And I just I couldn't keep up with taking 17 units online and going to a a three hour lab that was two hours away, <clears throat> and I failed out, flunked out, you know, and it, and that I think that's was my tipping point, uh, of like trying to, you know, s- trying to, you know, maybe psych myself up. To think like, oh, maybe like the medical field's not for me, you know? And I was like, oh, maybe I should just go back to doing what I'm doing at my current job, which I like, but it's not what I want to be doing with my life, which goes on to another topic. But let's just 
you know, go down this rabbit hole. And it sucked. And I was like, dang, I felt super defeated. And and just let me, I'm just going to preface it with this. Like, I didn't really want to be a physical therapist, you know, and I'm not the smartest person in the world. I'm okay. I got okay grades. I didn't even think I was going to get into the program, but I did. Uh, but anyway, so I went through that first quarter and, you know, like I said, summer quarter failed out and the fucked up part about it was, uh, the, the director was like, oh, okay, well, all you have to do, you know, if you plan on, you know, reapply, just, you know, write a statement, write a mission statement pretty much on, you know, what you feel, what you felt went wrong. You know, what are you going to do to fix these things? Um, you know, some of the challenges you faced and, you know, you, you have a good opportunity to get in. So, you know, I was, you know, contemplating, contemplating it, praying on it. You know, you got to pray sometimes when you, you know, having these life changes. So I prayed on it. I was like, all right, whatever. So I wrote this, wrote the mission statement, mailed it off, waiting, waiting. December rolls around. So I emailed the um the director. She was like, well, it was like the shortest rejection I've ever got in my life. She's like, the committee has voted against uh your readmit your readmittance or your you you being readmitted to the program, pretty much. And I was like, okay, that's what's up. <laughs> I think that was my reply. I was like, okay, that's what's up. Um yeah, and then I was just I just felt like a, a failure, man, and I was just like, damn, that that sucks. Like, cause I went through all these classes, you know, taking prereqs and doing shadowing and working, and you know, so it was just a lot. So I was just like, man, am I dumb or maybe it just wasn't a good fit? So I took some time off from like school as far as just like not thinking about it. So I was thinking about what I wanted to do. And I was like, well, I know I want to be in the medical field. Maybe just PT wasn't a good fit for me. So I've reapplied to the same school, but in a different program. And I got in, you know, and he even, you know, during my interview, he even asked me, he's like, well, we noticed that you failed out of this program. So what makes you think, you know, and I told him, I was like, man, I straight up just told him like I we wouldn't be having this conversation if I didn't feel I was I wasn't capable of completing this program, you know. And I think that's, you know, what sold him and he offered me a seat, one of 13 seats on the spot, you know? So, anyway, what I'm saying is learn to take your failures better. Because you never know where they're going to lead you. Yeah, I mean, sometimes things aren't just aren't for you. Like a lot of people want to be, you know, a singer, you know, not everybody's Beyonce. A lot of people want to be an NFL player. Not everybody's Tom Brady. And you have to, you know, take those failures and they might lead you to somewhere else, you know, something better than what you thought you could even imagine it would be. But I think people get too hung up on trying to 
you know, compare themselves to their buddy who's crushing life and you're over here, you know, not, <laughs> you know, crushing life or not fulfilling your full potential and you and you're comparing yourself to that and you're like, well, I'm a failure because he's making millions and I'm over here flipping burgers. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, just reformulate your plan and figure out what you didn't do and what your buddy's doing. You know, maybe he has a better way of, you know, a better outlook on his failures. Because just because you see him successful doesn't mean he didn't fail or she didn't fail. They just have a different outlook on it than you do, you know? So, what I, where I'm going with that, <laughs> sorry, I like spaced out. Where I was going with that is just learn how to take your failures better, man. Like, you're always going to take an L, no matter what. There's not a successful person I know that didn't take an L at some point, pivotal point in their life that changed it either for the positive or the negative. And it's all about how you look at it in your perspective. So you can either let it shrink you and deter you from your goal, or you can learn and grow from it and take the positives even out of the negative and, you know, and continue to crush your life. And that segues perfectly into this next topic about people complaining, but doing absolutely nothing about it. And that is, I won't say it's my top pet peeve, but I hate it. Like, it bugs me so much about people complaining. And a lot of the times it's, they're like, the things, the issues they're complaining about are totally fixable. Like, what are you complaining about? And it's so like, rudimentary or like you know very like just surface layer stuff that that you're complaining about and I'm not saying it's not valid that you're complaining about it but it's just you know if you really just looked at the problem quote unquote it's very easy that's something you can fix like now like today like right now you could fix that but you just keep dwelling on it and being such like, and it makes you like such a shitty person, you know, and it's like, there's people I know that complain about like California, you know, I'm from California, Orange County, California, to be exact, uh, you know, and I mean, it, it's, I love California, like for as much as I don't like a lot of things about California, I love it because, you know, this is where I'm from. But, like, you hear people complain about it, and it's like, well, then fucking do something about it. Like, move or do something. Like, <laughs> you just, you know, bitching about the gas or bitching about the the laws or the these this policy or that policy, gun policies, you know, mask policies, whatever. Either do something about it or shut the fuck up. Because all you're doing is just complaining just to complain. Like if you complain and then was like and then put something in motion, whatever, complain all you want. But if you're just gonna sit here and just have a venting session about it, then you're just you're just talking bullshit and you're just <laughs> not contributing to anything rather than just your own plight. Like everybody 
especially now, like everybody's going through something, you know, with this pandemic. There's people that's lost, you know, millions, hundreds of thousands, lost their lives, lost their kids, lost their parents, you know, and you're bitching about shit that either you can't control or you're or something that you can just fix, like, you know, state tax. You don't like the state tax move. You're very I know. And I know people that are very capable of just moving, just getting up and going. But they choose to just sit in their shitty life and complain about it. And I cannot fucking stand it, man. I like hate being around those people because then it brings me down and then I find myself complaining. Like, yeah, I know California sucks sometimes, but there's minimal I can do. I can either move, I can change my situation, i.e. make more money or shut the fuck up because there's nothing I can do about it right now. So that's what I'm choosing to do. Just shut the fuck up about it. You know, it is what it is. And not every state is perfect. I'm sure there's people in Texas that complain about, you know, things in Texas. Like, you know, how people from out of state keep moving to Texas, <coughs> you know, or Colorado or Florida or Maine. You know, not every not everywhere is perfect. But if you don't have the wherewithal to change the situation... What are we even talking? Why are we even having these discussions? Because it's just over and over and over. It's like a broken record with some people, you know? And the thing that gets me is like the people that complain will be the same people that won't like... It on it honestly blows my mind. Like, either s- stop complaining or do something about it. Be a solution and not a problem. Because you complaining is just adding to the problem, and you're bringing this negative fucking energy into the into people's bubbles that don't want to be negative. You know, so just chill out, man. I feel like if people negative people. That complain if they would just chill out and just think about what they're thinking about. Like, why am I thinking about the gas price? I know it's high. It sucks. I can't control it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like those type of people, their lives will be so much better. And they'll realize they'll have so much less to complain about if they just think about what they're thinking about. And at the end of the day, they'll probably realize, like, God damn, I was complaining about a bunch of shit that, at the end of the day, doesn't even fucking matter. But that's the end of my rant on that. It's just, God damn it, I hate people that complain. I do it very seldomly. Like, because I'm not perfect. I complain, and I'm like, God damn it, why am I complaining about that? But at the end of the day, I fix it. Whatever I'm complaining about. So if you have a complaint about anything, fix it or just shut the fuck up and move on with your life. Like, let kids be kids, you know, let whoever do whatever they want. Like, that's another thing. 
people get so caught up with what everybody else is doing. Worry about your life and what you got going on. Don't stop complaining about TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or, you know, this person is, you know, all, all whatever. Like, I guarantee if people would just worry about themselves more and what they have going on in their personal lives, they would probably crush any goal they set before them. But they're too busy worrying about other people's shit that has nothing to do with them and get so wrapped up in it that it's a detriment to their own success in their own lives. While that other person is just, you know, passing them by, lapping them, and laughing at them all the way to the bank. Baby. And as always, shout out to all the first responders, you know, frontline workers, military, men and women, law enforcement, single parents. Teachers, you know, shout out to the class of 2021. You guys did it. You made it through this pandemic, you know, with your head held high, hopefully. And hopefully you guys go out there and crush all your dreams and your goals and surpass any expectations that you put on yourself. Because the only limitation is your mind. So congrats. And as always, thanks for listening. This is Chronicles of K.